0: Welcome, welcome to the VO Median. I'm your host, Javier Torres, and this is the VO Median podcast, a midlifer's journey into the craft of voiceover. Today, I'm very, very excited to share with you important information, guys, about how not to blow up your VO career. The information that I present to you today comes from Juan Frese, One of my mentors uh, in the Voice Masters Latin America voiceover course that I'm taking to become a professional, a certified professional, Juan Frese is a uh, 30-year professional in the industry. He is also a producer and voice actor. And his specialty is demos for aspiring and veteran VO professionals alike. (laughs) So I have a podcast Called the VO Median. Um, it is my first ever attempt at becoming a podcaster. However, it is not my first time in trying to bring my message to an audience, willing or unwilling, or worse yet, indifferent <laughs> to my message. In the VO Median, I share my journey, as I have mentioned in episodes prior. Into the craft of voice acting uh, from a perspective of a midlife crisis survivor, facing the challenges of starting a whole new career, into the business and craft of VO. This podcast is the culmination of many digital marketing endeavors, which I have um, undertaken throughout uh, a six-year period, which initially... I honestly consider it as failures because they never went anywhere. Um, <laughs> in hindsight, however, they have taken the character of learning experiences. Now, guys, if I knew then what I know now, would I do things differently? And for me, most definitely, yes. And one thing in particular that I would have done different is to pay for quality education regarding digital marketing. Now, this is this is all going to make sense to you in, in a few moments, okay? Um, in my defense, six years ago, my finances were not in a place where I could invest any significant amount of money to have access to premium education offers. In fact, my first large investment on education just happened as recently as the beginning of this year, 2022, with the Voice Masters certification course. Up until then, I had been bootstrapping my way. Now, uh, for you out there who don't know what bootstrapping is, it's pretty much doing everything on your own and taking bits of information from here, from there, internet, articles, YouTube videos, um, podcasts, and Man, taking notes like crazy from all these different resources and, and learning on your own, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it was, up until then, bootstrapping for me with no actual solid paid-for guidance or mentorship. I learned what I know today by making use of the incredible and sometimes overwhelming amount of resources found in the Internet to learn the skills necessary to become an effective digital marketer. But here's the truth. Bootstrapping can only get you so far. You need coaching, mentorship and guidance from a living, breathing human. Someone who you can go to and who can teach you the skills beyond the technical. You need someone who can listen to your fears and doubts with empathy and understanding and offer counsel and advice, catered to you and your needs. You need the human touch that bootstrapping will never give you. And that can put a strain in your finances, for sure. Good education is not cheap, guys. But in the long term, not getting a good education can be even more expensive. And so, during those years of a lot of hit and miss... I promised myself that as soon as I had the money to invest in quality coaching and mentorship, I would do so without hesitation. Today, thank goodness, things have changed for me, fortunately, for the better. My priority now is my continuing education and skills needed to become a professional voice artist. And the investment is already paying off in ways other than monetary that have brought in my knowledge about voiceover and what it's going to take to reach my goal. Among the most valuable recent teachings is a list of 10 mistakes that, if incurred upon, are surefire ways to demolish your chances at becoming a voiceover artist. Now, these are not my ideas based on my experience. In fact, I haven't made any of these errors yet, fortunately. So even though I may be doing myself a bit of a disservice by sharing how much of a beginner I am in this business. My goal remains to be transparent and legit with you guys, even if it means that, yes, I am at the beginning stage of my VO career, with a little experience about such matters, such mistakes. Please know, however, that whatever information I am sharing with you here at the VO Median podcast is coming from solid, established, working professionals who I consider my mentors. Having said that, I would like to give credit to uh, one of these mentors who I've already mentioned, Juan Frese. The 10 mistakes mentioned in this episode's title come directly from his ample experience in the industry. Now, and this is how we're going to do it, guys. Uh, This episode is quite long, and I do not wish to bore you with it. Those 10 mistakes I'm going to be dividing In two sections, okay? I will be mentioning in this uh, podcast episode 5, the first five. And then in episode 5B, which is like an addendum, I will be mentioning the next five mistakes. So, number one. Producing casting demos with way too many special effects. Number two. Excessive breathing and exhalation while recording. Number three. Not hydrating correctly. Number four. Not taking care of your eating and nutrition habits. Number five. Sending demos below 6 dBs or over 0 dBs. Right, so let's break them down. Producing casting demos with way too many special effects. Yeah, sure, you've heard them. You've heard them. You know, these boom, shh, pow, full of special effects. These demos that are... Uh, You know, with very um, modified voices and music in the background with sounds and too much. Remember, casting directors want to know you and your voice. If you drown out either, especially the latter, there's a very good chance the casting director will choose another artist whose demo is less cluttered with sound effects, allowing for better appreciation of their voice over yours. And, of course, better chances for them getting the job. So, that's one. Two. Excessive breathing and exhalations while recording. And, I confess, this happens to me a lot. And even though I am at the beginning stage of my career, there is no excuse for not learning correct voiceover breathing techniques from a professional. Again, it may be a bit expensive but it could be potentially disastrous to your voiceover career if you don't learn correct breathing techniques. This is especially true if you are deciding on learning a demanding format like, say, narrating audiobooks. Breathing then becomes a crucial part of managing your energy. Some sessions can last anywhere from 4 to 5 hours at a time, mornings and afternoons. Also, excessive breathing forces sound engineers to spend time cleaning this up for you when they could be doing something more productive, like editing other sections of your recording where their expertise is really needed. 3. Not hydrating properly. There's a lot going on with our vocal tract when we get in front of the microphone. But just as important, if not more, is what goes on before. Yes, there are exercises to help your face muscles and vocal cords get ready for the challenges of whatever format you're about to perform. Certainly, uh, guys, voice characterizations meant for animated cartoons and video games rank highest as far as vocal cord stressors. With audiobook narration coming in a close second, mostly uh, due to the colossal time spent narrating audiobooks, when you do it on a professional level. But according to Carlos Calvache, yet another one of my mentors, um, and also um, a master vocologist and founder of voicecenter.com, proper hydration is one of the most important and often overlooked practices that must be done before and during any recording session. Hydration, guys, does not only mean drinking water during the session. It means understanding how hydration works and why it must be done well ahead of your time in the sound booth. Now, one thing to avoid please avoid coffee. Two reasons. One, it dries up your vocal tract. And the other one, which most people don't think about, is that coffee is a diuretic, okay, and could cause you to have unwanted restroom visits during your recording sessions so uh, your your career will uh, thank you for it and so will the engineers and the directors (laughs) okay let's see um we have another one here coming in uh, which is uh, being mindful of what you eat one of the reoccurring things that happens most often to new voiceover artists is making unwelcome sounds normally originating from an empty stomach or from a very full belly. The higher the caloric density of the food you eat, guys, um, processed delicious foods like pizza, hamburgers, hot dogs, and and comfort food in general, the worse this can get. So be mindful of the food you're putting in your mouth, especially before a recording session. And not only is eating low-calorie-density food fruits, vegetables, whole grain products, etc., better for you, it will also help you control those unwelcome and sometimes embarrassing sounds, providing you instead with long-lasting energy. 5. Sending demos below 6 decibels or over 0 decibels. Now, here we start getting to the technical. Frankly, when I first started recording my voice, I did so timidly and with hesitation. It's new technology, guys. I mean, all the software that is out there, it can be pretty overwhelming. Um, So uh, uh, technical overwhelm is expected. And I realized very quickly that if I was not willing to learn, at the very least, basic recording and editing skills, my goal to become a VO artist would be literally dead on the ground. Naively, I uh, began to research the internet for resources and knowledge about this essential skill, and very soon realizing that sound recording and editing is a vast and more often than not complicated topic. On the third, I pressed on with my research, and little by little began to ascend the uh, inevitable and steep learning curve. There was, and still is, one element that helped me greatly. Curiosity, guys. The deeper I went into the nuances of recording and editing, the more I wanted to learn. And as those nuances began to make sense, I found myself enjoying the process very much. All this would not have happened if I had decided to let fear get the better of me. Which fear am I talking about here? Fear of failure, of course. The software, the tech jargon... And imperfections that would surely come my way, and some did and still do, initially held me back. But growth in this business, as in many other aspects in life, happens outside of our comfort zone, guys. Big refresher lesson right there. Insofar as sound editing and recording is concerned, there is no room to fake it till you make it. So... Take the time necessary to learn the basics, and go from there. Your customer, the sound engineers, the casting director, will normally provide you with sound and recording requirements, which may vary depending on each project, but never below never below 6 dBs or over 0 dBs. Keep that in mind, and you should do quite well. This is where we stop for now. We are going to go to the next episode, episode 5B, to continue on. Join me, and thank you for listening. Uh, If you've liked what you've heard in this episode, please subscribe here at the VO Median. And uh, if you find this uh, of benefit towards someone else, invite them. Invite them to listen to one of our episodes here, and uh, also invite them to subscribe. I'll see you in the next episode, and we'll continue on with the next four mistakes. Thank you, guys, and see you soon.